Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWRAP.com. Hey everybody, welcome to week three of the fantasy football season. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got uh, something special, something new, uh, Pete's Picks, Pete's Picks, however you want to say it, which is uh, Austin's daughter. Yep. My granddaughter, and we will have her on, and she will appear and <laughs> choose the team that we're going to talk about. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pea's Picks. Sutton, Austin and Brittany's uh, baby, or child, baby. is going to, <laughs> not, not baby anymore, uh, child, and my granddaughter is going to select who we are going to talk about from the Thursday Night Football game. So, we've got a couple of... Pieces of paper here that have New York and San Fran on them. Hey, Sutton? Sutton? Who should we talk about? You choose one. You're going to pick one? And do the Giants or the 49ers? Which Can you one? pick one of them? <laughs> Can you pick one? No. <laughs> Not the phone. Can you pick one of these? Which one should we talk about? Go ahead, choose one. You being shy? Show the Giants. Okay. Okay. We'll show. We'll do the Giants. You know, it was it was a bad game for for the Giants. I've had a rough start to the season. Yeah, I mean, they looked they looked really bad. I mm-hmm. mean, they've got they had maybe 150, 160 yards in offense. That is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Jones was twenty two of thirty two for one hundred and thirty seven yards and an interception. Rushed it two times for five yards. Matt Breda was three targets, three catches for one yard. Four rushes, 17 yards, and a touchdown. So at least he got into the end zone. But if you played him... Four attempts on the ground is... Yeah. Granted, I know it's San Francisco, but that's... Yeah, it would have been yeah. different if Barkley was playing. Well, of course, uh, a big but, time. Yeah, um, and, you know, and and the score might have reflected it. And I mean, it was just, it was, you know, it started it started out fairly even, mm-hmm. field goal apiece. Neither team moved the ball extremely well, mm-hmm. but they both marched down the field and and kicked a field goal. Yeah. So I was wondering, you know, because I said I had Purdy and Daniel Jones. And I had to choose between them, and I was leaning toward Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. I went with Purdy. <laughs> yeah, smart. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> so it it worked out for me. Yep. Um, I just, you know, I figured if one screen pass to CMC turns into a touchdown, that's huge for me. Oh, yeah. Um, so I just I took a chance. Yep. Uh, then they had Slayton, who was three catches on six targets for 32 yards. They had uh, Campbell, who had six targets. Caught all six of them for 24, 24 yards. yards. And they had Darren Waller, who had seven targets, only th- caught three of them, and only had 20 yards. That's up ugly. And, for, yeah, that's really disappointing for Waller, too, you know. Yeah. I mean, up yeah. and down the lineup, there was there were no standouts. Mm-hmm. The defense played well in the first half. Yep. Um, they seemed to really be frustrating Purdy for a while, but... In an offense like this, it's, 
I mean, it was offensive, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I feel badly for anyone who had to play. I mean, in my in my deep league, I, I believe Breda was probably played. Yeah. Daniel Jones wasn't. I don't. I don't know that any of their receivers are actually rostered. I yeah, highly. I mean, maybe just like true flyers on like Jalen Hyatt, who's got a bunch of speed. Uh, Wandale Robinson came back, or yeah. I think he played this week, yep. and you know had but a again, couple they targets, were, but yeah. not a lot of yardage. Right, their, just their nice numbers were actually smaller based yeah. on targets and and yards. I just didn't. I didn't. You know. Yep. I mean, I could have put just about anybody in, and the the stats are about the same for everybody. Not good. Yep. Um, I mean, your your biggest point getter outside of your quarterback was Slayton with, or excuse me, was Breda with uh, seven point eight points, mm-hmm. which is not horrible, but it's certainly not what you would expect out of your running back, especially um, if he was your replacement for Saquon. Right. So. But yeah, at least he ugly. at least he got that touchdown, or it would have been <laughs> one point eight points. Yeah, he fought so, for that touchdown too, pretty hard. They yeah. had to push the pile to get him into the end zone, and yep, yeah. But like I said, the the only four carries, you know, on the ground is is confusing. I mean, like we said, if Saquon was there, it would have been different. But you know, that's just. You only let somebody run the ball four times, and then plus even Daniel Jones only had the two rushes. You know, like I had said on. Um, it would have been on Monday when we recorded Tuesday or Tuesday night. Yeah, was uh, oh yeah, sorry, Tuesday night. Um, was I had that kind of weird feeling that it was going to be one of those Daniel Jones like run rushes for like eighty yards and maybe a touchdown, and obviously I was completely off with that. But you know, you don't you don't make a defense think at all that it's going to be anything other than a pass. And right. they aren't good at that right now either. So, right. And then, yeah. I mean, they took the sack that took them down to like the one and a half yard line. Yeah. What was, why was that not a safety? Because he was in the field of play when the guy made contact with him oh, going okay. backwards. So okay. as long as he gets his forward progress. Oh, okay. So his forward progress was out at the one and a yep. half, two yard line. And then he got yep, tackled backwards. Because um, watching it, it was, so, it was fast enough that it was kind of like, yeah. oh, that might, you know, but okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. They they give them from the spot that they were yeah. first okay. contacted. So next we move to our pick of the week and the top six quarterbacks outside of anyone who played last night are Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins, Tua, um, and Josh Allen. Yeah. So I went with Jalen Hurts um, yep. playing at Tampa. It, I mean, what's not to like about Hurts? I mean, Tampa's yeah. defense has been fairly decent, mm-hmm. but Hurts, you know, can run it, can throw it. One one yard tush pushes in right, the end zone. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, he could yeah. he could score a couple of touchdowns on those. So yeah. you know, I, I like the upside of him here. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've got him, uh, well, I mean, I, right. I can't see anyone not playing him. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> um, unless you've got one of the other guys ahead of him mm-hmm. and I would still be picky. I would yeah. I would probably start him over half of those guys um other than maybe Cousins, maybe Josh Allen and I would probably I would even Tua, I mean, going against Denver, it sounds like Waddle's probably not going to play cuz he's still dealing with a concussion. I, I can't deal so, with that. I need know, him to play. Taking one of those like we said taking one of those guys out especially for a defense where you have, you know, Sertan who can, you know, 
it locks someone down. You know, I mean, you're never going to lock down Tyreek, but if you can limit him to under 100 yards receiving and no touchdown, that's a that's a pretty good job by that's a, a win. defense. So, that's a win. Yeah. So, um, and Hurts, I think Tampa Bay is going to keep that game pretty close. Uh, you know, Mayfield's been playing good. Uh, obviously, Mike Evans has been, at least for me, when I, I got him in the seventh round, crazy good yeah. draft day value so oh, far. Yeah. Like, probably the best so far. Because um, you look at a guy like in the running back column, like Kyron Williams, I. Either he was like last pick on somebody's roster or went undrafted in a lot of fantasy drafts. So I really wouldn't count that, I guess, towards like a true draft day value. But right. um, it'll be interesting to see how Baker does with a team that can actually put pressure on the quarterback. I think he's only been sacked one time in these two weeks. Um, and, you know, you kind of saw back in Cleveland when he'd get some pressure obviously he starts running and trying to improvise and do all that which kind of led to his downfall there in Cleveland um so it'll be interesting to see how he responds to that I think this will actually probably end up being a pretty decent game um because the Eagles have some injuries on the defense and the and in the defensive backfield so right uh could be like I said could be interesting yep uh my pick is going to be Matt Stafford against Cincy um that's a Monday night game uh is the Eagles Bucks a Monday night too because they're doing another doubleheader, but it, it I can't very, remember very who well else could it was. be. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, um, but you're right. I mean, there are two two uh, Monday night games this yep. week. So, um, kind of a homer pick because I have Joe Burrow on my main redraft on my main team, and then I actually picked up Stafford because Burrow was limited or didn't practice. Kind of weird stuff. He might not go Monday night, and even if he goes, if he's fifty percent, I don't know. I've it's it kind of tough i might i might just put in stafford um stafford's been kind of pedestrian not a lot of touchdowns but a lot of yardage because of puka um and tutu atwell um i think you know this is one that the rams are going to want to win so i think they're going to let him really you know go out and actually sling yeah, the ball cincinnati's so. defense hasn't been that great too. it yeah. hasn't been horrible but i mean yeah. Stafford Stafford is a good quarterback. Yep. Yeah. Um might not pad fantasy wise, you know, in the last two seasons. Obviously he was dealing with the elbow right. thing last year and then not having Cooper Cup. But, you know, again, another game that could be a very good game, you know, for fantasy players. Uh so that's uh that's who I'm going with. Agreed. Um so then we go to running backs and uh, obviously CMC was one, but we don't count him because he mm-hmm. played last night. Uh Pollard uh, an interesting one, Kieran Williams, um, Derek Henry, Joe Mixon, Bijan Robinson, and Josh Jacobs. So I decided to go with Travis Etienne. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's they're playing against Houston. Uh, Houston has uh, notoriously been good at giving up a lot of points to running backs. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't overly impressed with um, the quarterback play last week. Out of the yeah, Jags, nor the receivers. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think that ETN may be... Now, they played against KC last week, and I, I'll say it again. I think KC's defense is actually much better than what it was uh, the first two-thirds or three-fourths of last year, mm-hmm. which was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was because they always knew that they could ride Mahomes and they were going to win or or what have you mm-hmm. but you know they're they've yeah. actually turned it up a notch 
and are playing some good defense. So ETN, uh, all of all of the Jags last week didn't perform that well. So yeah. I think I think ETN is going to have a big game. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I like the pick. Um, I think I do believe Zay Jones. One of the receivers is going to be has been ruled out. I want to say it's Zay Jones. I think you are correct. Um, so boost for Calvin Ridley should have a decent, hopefully a good bounce back. The thing with Houston is. Like last year, it was always kind of a trap matchup. You play your quarterback, and you're like, I'm going to get 50 points. You know, like Jalen Hurts last year, I believe they played yeah. Houston, and he had like, you know, he still had like 17 points but or something. they were all in the first half. But it wasn't, you know, the 30-point game like, I, you know, you would expect because same thing, they run the score up. Houston just can't keep up with the passing defense. So then the the running backs always do really good against Houston. So, and uh, I mean, ETN had some like cramps last week that he was kind of in and out with. So should be all good, ready to go. I think the Jags are going to try and use this as a bounce back after kind of a subpar performance last week against KC. Agreed. So um, I'm going with Kenneth Walker against uh, Carolina. Um, two touchdowns last week. He was under 100 yards, but I think that was on like 14 or 15 carries. Um, so not like a ton of usage, but decently well, efficient. They they and, couldn't use him that much last yeah. last week. I mean, they they were playing from behind. Yep. Well, they were playing playing from ahead early. Yeah. Then playing from behind, so it became a game of we got to throw the ball. Yep. Uh, you know, and and that's what it ended up being. Yeah, and I mean Charbonnet is a very good compliment back but he hasn't really been that involved yet um you know i see him sitting out on waivers and a lot and you know people do i drop charbonnet for x player or whatever um you know so i think tough decisions uh, yeah so especially I think, when ken walker is getting the majority of the looks yeah and if you know and if kenneth walker gets banged up charbonnet immediately becomes the starter in a in a good offense with a load of opportunity you know so um but you know i just i like the matchup against carolina um it could be an interesting matchup because it sounds like uh bryce young uh might not play right um he's I think he's trending towards out, which means that will be the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. So I think that gives a a good um, uptick in uh, potential for your Carolina receivers. Uh, Just and by Carolina receivers, I mean Adam Thielen. And could see maybe a big, long, nice completion or a couple deep shots to uh, Jonathan Mingo. Um, Obviously, they're not really letting Bryce Young try and stretch the field like that right. yet so uh it, it could end up being a good game and if they're in it you know or if they get ahead um you know which is also very possible i think kenneth walker's probably if he should get north of 20 touches so yeah, yeah. yeah. unfortunately probably, probably a touchdown unfortunately too, so. fortunately i've got uh both um jalen waddle who's probably out mm-hmm. and i've got thielen who if he gets the chance with Big red. Yeah. Then maybe maybe yeah. it's a, a decent replacement. Yeah. We'll, well I mean, see. Had, I mean, he had a touchdown last week. Thielen did. Oh, I yeah. mean, it was at the end, but but he you know, he was but, he had like nine or ten targets. Yeah. I mean, he it was, was like seventy something yards and a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. So you know, pretty good usage. And like I said, you get somebody who can you know you know put a little more oomph on it you right. know on the ball get Thielen downfield a little bit could translate into a nice week for for Adam Thielen. I'm hoping. Um, so we look at the wide receivers and obviously, uh, the guy who's been first pretty much all, all year, yep. um, if not all year, uh, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson followed by Tyreek, 
Devontae Adams, which kind of surprises me since yeah. they're having trouble getting him the ball. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, uh, Pickens, and Calvin Ridley. Yep. So I went with CeeDee Lamb at Arizona. Um, <laughs> D- Dallas has been very good. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they lost their star DB, Trevon Diggs. ACL, ACL, right? and he'll be out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. However, you know that, that just means that it could turn into a closer game. Um, I don't see Arizona. So they went from, what, 10-point favorites to 9.5-point favorites? Yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> um, more like 15 down to 12 yeah. or something. Um so I think you know I think that CeeDee Lamb is going to have a a, a big week. Mm-hmm. Um, I see you've chosen someone that. Uh, oh no, that was that's defense. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, Lamb. I like it. I mean, he had a bunch of targets, a lot of yards. You know, you know, and efficient with the targets. You know, a lot right. of catches plus the yardage. So obviously PPR last week, CeeDee Lamb was money was yeah was amazing um you know the only the only thing that i think that could happen from keeping him out is pollard goes off for two touchdowns in the first half and you know Dak throws one to ferguson you know like a random one and they get up big right away right. and then they then pollard just goes nuts with yardage yep. you know that's that's the entirely, only entirely or even yeah. they work in uh, a second or third string back to get them some yeah some exercise juice vaughn yeah <laughs> the, the, the little guy out there so yep. um yeah so i'm going with uh stefan diggs uh against washington um washington's defense has been okay uh you know probably slightly above average um and buffalo's defense really hasn't been anything to brag about this year either uh you know some some trouble putting away teams that they probably should obviously that's offset with when you have josh allen as your quarterback right um so i think uh, i think washington keeps this one decently close uh which will force the bills to press a little more um you know hopefully see a, a little more uh, red zone usage with james cook this week too but it'd be nice to get a digs touchdown especially since allen threw a touchdown to everybody else except stefan Diggs last week so um hopefully a little I, I won't say get right game for Diggs because he's he's still going to get 16 fan you know PPR points no matter what it seems right. like but hoping for that 20 plus point you know week uh this week uh so yeah I mean he's good receiver one of the best in the league yep. um, I haven't uh, you know yeah. you said Washington has a, a decent defense yeah. um remember they played Arizona the first week I know I, I'm not I'm not sold on their defense yep um but you know who knows is that uh, uh, go back to tampa bay like i said you know everybody's like oh tampa bay's you know surprising everybody well you look who they've you know the defenses one right. minnesota and then i can't remember who they played week one but um you know i mean minnesota's defense like we said is terrible and then uh whoever they played week one i can't remember yeah i can't remember either but you know so uh you know, kind of the same with uh, with Washington, I guess. Too, you know, you go you go against a couple bad offenses. Obviously, it makes you look good. Right, so. <laughs> right. Uh, moving on to the tight ends, we've got Kelsey, Andrews, Hawkinson, Taysom Hill, Ingram, and Pitts. Um, and I, I, you know, outside of Pitts, uh, you know, because Pitts, Pitts, you know, while he 
and we every pretty much every week we talk about him. Mm-hmm. He's he's got the talent. Yeah. He just never sees any targets. I think mm-hmm. he saw one target in eight yards or something last week. Yeah, it's just, he's getting dropped left and right. Um, you know, dynasty. You can't. Yeah, you can't you're, even trade him because you're not going to get his true value. Oh, no, you know, no. for what he can but, be. But as he a could. Player. He could come back, which yeah. is why you know I've got him in in the league that you and I are in. Yep. And there's no way I'm I'm doing yeah. any anything with him right yep. now. I'll hold on to him and. Yeah, you hope completely lose out if I have to somehow there's a revelation at the QB position and or if that means he goes somewhere else I don't you know I I don't know how many how much longer he's going to be in Atlanta Um, oh this is his third third year year, so two more years one year maybe first round pick I think it was a first round pick so they they may well they may not pick up his fifth year option because they're not getting any usage out of him because of themselves yeah yeah. um so then i my pick for the week is dallas goddard Um, i'm stacking second week in a row you feeling all right i'm not (laughs) i i I think i'm running a fever it's a little Um, warm in here but (laughs) yeah it is warm in here um uh, you know i i just like the opportunity i mean if i'm going with hertz as my my quarterback yeah I might as well go with one of his receivers. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, I like Dallas Goddard here. Uh, while he hasn't been utilized the way fantasy owners would like him to be, yeah. I think that'll start to change. Yep. I, I mean, the guy's an excellent tight end. Yeah. Like I said, too, I think I think this game's actually going to be pretty close. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully high scoring for obviously just for fantasy wise. Right. You know, that's what we're here talking about. And that's what you want to see. Um, you know, so, yeah, I think Goddard, you know, you know, a defense like Tampa, you're going to be worried about uh, Devonta Smith and AJ Brown deep. You know that could leave you know that middle you know middle tier of the field uh, open for Goddard. Uh, you know, we'll see how much Hurts runs or how Swift does, or if they're going to try and work Penny in more this week. You uh, know. Gainwell might be back. Yeah, so you know, I think and then as and long then as the question Tampa, is where is where does Penny fit into that? Yes, so. yeah, which they might end up having if Swift stays healthy and plays like he has been and Gainwell plays like, you know like he did week 1, they might have to just ship Penny out and yeah. say, "Well, thanks." Yeah. You know, yeah, but, yeah. it doesn't necessarily make sense un- unless you're worried about, I mean, yeah. Gainwell has already been hurt yep. and Swift rarely makes it through a, yeah. a and season. They love Boston Scott. So yeah. they got him there too. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, they've got they four, four running backs. backs and so. somebody who in the right system and healthy with Penny, we saw what he can do, you know, that last half of the season in Seattle. Again, if he's but healthy. Yes, that's the thing. I mean, if you're not going to use him and let him do that, then I mean, especially after him. we saw the uh, uh, Kareem Hunt get signed by Cleveland yep. and Acres being traded to Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. You know, those those openings mm-hmm. for jobs are kind of going away. Still got Leonard Fournette floating out there too. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that's that'd be interesting. But yeah, if Tampa Bay keeps it close, I think this will be a really good uh for fantasy wise um yep. matchup. So I like uh, trying to grab a piece out of that. Um I am going I'm hoping for the breakout this week for Sam Laporta. Uh, Amon Ra's got turf toe. Um, he's not going to be as explosive, and Amon Ra's more of a. Have they said if he's playing? It sounds like it. Okay. Um, you know, and I think Amon Ra's the kind of guy that even if he's sixty percent, he's going to go. Oh, I'm sure he wants know. to. It's yeah. it's a question of 
you know, with turf toe, it's that pushing off. Yep. It's the explosiveness. And, you know, if he can't get sep- gain separation from a, from the defender, yeah. I mean, he's got great hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Laporta here. Yeah. Um, I think he was five catches on five targets this past week. That's what he was like week one, two. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's just been so far very consistent. Right. I mean, if, if, if he continues to play that way, the yards are going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending upon what format you're playing in, you know, excellent play. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, he's um, out of the tight ends drafted this year. I mean, obviously we like Musgrave because we're Packers fans, and he's got, you know, he's got a lot of potential as well. Um, but I think Laporta coming out of, again, another Iowa tight end, you know, has that athletic profile to be one of these guys. You know, I think with them trading Hawkinson last year, uh, I mean, you saw – was it Shane Zilstra had a three touchdown game last season? Yep. I mean, Hawkinson every now and then had these monster games, so it can happen, you know, for a Detroit tight end. And, you know, this week against Atlanta, this could be another game, especially if Amon Ra is more of a decoy. Right. Um, Josh Reynolds is do- dealing with like a groin kind of thing going on. He got Montgomery's doubtful. Uh, so it could be a nice game for Gibbs receiving-wise. I mean, he had nine targets last week, but I think they're going to try. I hope that they try and get Laporta out here and really see and showcase what he can be. Yeah. So. so let's move on to our love them, flip them, leave them segment. Oh, and I, I tried to make it. <laughs> so so all three of these guys, uh, they're wide receivers. All three of them have about the same number of points so far this year. Mm-hmm. And with the uh, service that I use, it has them all ranked one right after the other. Yep. And so it's our choice or, or, or our job to decide if you had to choose between these, what would it be? So it's Devontae Adams, it's Kelvin Ridley, and it's Chris Olave. <laughs> and, you know... The the tough thing is, I, I almost I almost want to, and I don't know the value of any of these. If there's more value out of one versus another, right now, if at all possible, I would either I would try and trade Devonte. Yeah, that's kind of the way I'm le- leaning as well. And the reason is that Garoppolo just does not get mm-hmm. the ball down the field. Yeah, uh, I said it last or or. The middle of the summertime, I think yep. it was, that uh, Carr was like top five in that, mm-hmm. and Garoppolo was 25th yeah. or so. So if you can't get the ball down the field, and, now Devontae can run any route yeah, and can catch just about any ball, but he hasn't done much yet, and I don't like the quarterback that he's paired with. Mm-hmm. So that's my reasoning for it. Yeah, that's I'm that, like I said, that's the way I lean to you know with the trade. What makes it difficult, but would make it easy to trade is the name. Right, you're sitting there thinking this is Devontae F and Adams. Yeah, I can't trade him. You know, he's you know one of the best receivers in the league. You know, arguably top three. And but he hasn't but, been putting up top three numbers. Exactly. You look at the the. The, off, the offense situation right now, I mean, Jacobs hasn't done anything. You know, teams are going to be keying on the receivers until Jacobs decides to show up. Which uh, which may be after this yep, week like he be. did last year. Yeah, could be. Um, you know, he's got 
like last year, Devontae really didn't have, I mean, minus like Matt Collins in a couple games, didn't really have a whole lot of uh, competition right. for those deep targets, you know, or as many targets. Um, and now you got Jacoby Myers, who I don't, I would assume he's probably back this week. I guess I haven't, I just don't I'm know. Not sure. I'm but, not sure. I mean, it's, well, and the funny yeah. thing is that, you know, a year ago, who was the big name there? Renfro. Yeah, and he hasn't he hasn't been anything for the right. last two I mean, and he's, a half, three seasons almost. He but he's he's almost there I mean, he's behind all of these yeah. guys now mm-hmm. when they had so such high hopes for him. So yep. so in my mind I would I would probably try and flip Devante. Yep. The other two are tough. I mean, I like Olave, I like the the offense that he's in. And I think once Kamara is back, yep, one more week with that's him. going to change. Yeah. Oh yeah, those numbers are good because right now, I mean, Jamal Williams, like we said last week, Jamal Williams is not. He's not the true. He's not a workhorse. He's not the one. Right. Yeah. Right. He's not. He's not your one A. Yep. I mean, if you've got two, yes, he's a goal line back. He he. It brings some spark. You know, he can run. He can bust off a, a 12, 15 yard run. But if he's doing it as the lead back, he mm-hmm. just doesn't seem to accomplish that. I feel like Jamal Williams is more of a of a locker room glue kind of guy for a mm-hmm. line. You know, I mean, obviously he can have those huge games. You know, like we saw in Detroit, five carries for fifteen yards and two touchdowns or something well, crazy. But you know, I mean, but again, it's not to, it's not huge to numbers. Run an offense through him is just right. You know, he he just hasn't been able to do it even going back to Green Bay. You know, so um, and and yeah. you know. You look at Ridley. Ridley's got Christian Kirk to deal with. He's got Travis Etienne. Zay Jones, who... Zay Jones. He's like the perfect... If you need a a plug-and-play receiver, you go... I mean, Christian Kirk had a huge game last last week. week. He had like 14 targets and like 11 catches for over 100 yards or something like that. So because of that, I think that I would keep Olave Mm -hmm. and I would drop Ridley. Uh, You know, it's... This is a tough, tough one. That's why I tried to do it that way. I mean, you've got three studs. I mean, these these are three of the top 10 to 15 wide receivers. Yep. And they're not playing like top ten to fifteen receivers. So I wanted, yeah. you know, I'm, it's the same thing I did on, on in week one where I took Pacheco, uh, Edwards, Alaire, and mm-hmm. McKinnon. Yeah, all of them are from the same team. All of them, in my mind, are about the same value yep. because they're part of a three-headed monster. Yeah, these guys aren't on the same team. However, they're all projected to have the same number of points mm-hmm. or thereabouts and they've already had the same number of points yeah within two yep so i what's kind of interesting um i was kind of thinking just now even if you were to look at it if you look at it like standard scoring or ppr you know like we said trade Devonte, drop ridley keep olave it's the same for me if you were to look at dynasty because Olave's got the youth, he's got the huge future ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. If you trade Devonte again, name recognition, you should be able to get tons of value back, and then and, and he's the oldest by far. Exactly. Too. And you mean, don't how, want him on your how team. How much time does he have left right. in a dynasty setting? You know, exactly. Like that, where Olave's second year in and is probably over the next five years going to emerge as one of the top. Arguably, could be already in the top seven 
receivers. Right. I was going to say five could, to seven. Yeah, but could jump up into that top five here in the next three, you know, even next year potentially. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah. And like I just, said, I mean, yeah. having Carr mm-hmm. uh, and, and when Kamara comes back, nope. you just – the. I think the number of targets and the ability to be more open mm-hmm. is going to be better. Yeah. Well, he gets so many air yards too. I mean, he's he's getting these deep shots, and that's right. what we saw with Derek Carr last year yep. with Devonte. Right. You know, gets those deep shots, and you know, you connect on one of those. There's your whole week, basically. You know, your 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 one big score for your team. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. So uh, that's all we've got for this week. We hope that you take the time to either view our video cast, mm-hmm. give us some feedback, yep. uh, other than you know poaching players necessarily. <laughs> which you know, if you know if you have to, you do it. Yep. Um, or like or I listen, said, strike hard, strike first. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, you know, listen to our podcast. I hope you you know give us some feedback. Yep. Give us uh, a loser or two from your league, from Mm -hmm. whatever you see, and we'll try and get it on the air. Yep. So otherwise, I am Ozzy. And I'm Austin. Have a great week. See you.